0: Hello and welcome to the Empowered, Sensitive and Creative Podcast. My name is Rim, I'm an artist, a certified life coach and an NLP practitioner, and the creator of the Empowered, Sensitive and Creative retreats Passionate about celebrating joy and beauty in the everyday, especially when things are falling apart, I'm insatiably curious about human nature. And... I look into the world with reverence, awe, and a sense of wonder. Tune in for stories exploring healing through creativity, art, embracing sensitivity, and navigating the subconscious mind. I'll talk about the struggles that highly sensitive and creative people face, and share my experiences, insights, and favorite tools along the way here to empower you to turn what we often deem to be a curse into your biggest gift. I believe that the more we create together, the more we heal the world. So, let's dive in! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Empowered, Sensitive and Creative Podcast. I'm so happy and grateful for you tuning in. Today, I'm joined by Camille Minerbo, the host and creator of The Blossom Experiment, a podcast that discusses authenticity, intuition, and intuitive living. This is part two of our conversation. Part one aired last week, it's episode 11, and we talked about flow, intuition, grounding, and what is home, how to get back to yourself. And today, we are delving deeper into alignment, authenticity, talking more about intuition, emotions, and how to listen to your body because it's the key to everything. Camille and I are both Taurus sun in astrology, both Taurus sun and Cancer rising, so it kind of makes sense that we talk a lot about grounding, connection to our body, and flowing. Flowing with our feelings, flowing with our intuition. I love talking with her about these topics. It was really great and flowy. And I think you can feel the energy between us. And I hope you enjoyed the conversation too. Let's dive in. You mentioned alignment a lot. So for the listeners who don't know what is alignment, what do you mean? Like for you, what does it mean?
1: For me, alignment um, is kind of a sensation of joy almost you feel like something clicked inside of you so for example if I want to go for some alignment time quote-unquote is the time that will bring me joy and it will bring me happiness so is it like a 10-minute dance in my room or is it like going out for a walk or is it going to grab a coffee or is it just watching Netflix um you know um On the couch. So for me, alignment is first a feeling of joy, and something is you're just feeling like you're in the present moment. And it's that little feeling of warmth and happiness inside of yourself like, I feel so aligned right now, you know? Um, But I also think that alignment shows up in your day-to-day. So, for example, um, when you're out and about and you see like aligned numbers or, you know, someone reaches out to you and you were thinking about them before. So these like little synchronicities that happen, for me, that's another type of alignment. Like everything is aligned. Um, Or, for example, when I said about the thing of the person cancelling on me you know and then five minutes later a friend reaches out and says like oh do you want to go for a coffee or can you talk right now and then I have the one hour that is free for us to talk and catch up because that person cancelled on me before and then that friend invites me to go on a trip with her or something like that you know so that is also alignment so for me alignment is a first a sensation that you have in your body of like going after the joy and the happiness. And that leads to aligned circumstances and one thing they feed off of the other, you know? And for me, that's the real manifestation. It's like when you are in alignment, you create alignment and you create magical and aligned circumstances for you.
0: Mm. Wow. Yeah, that sounds magical. So the body would be really, is the source of so much. Always getting back to the body.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because it's from where you generate everything, right? Like your emotions, your vibration. Um, It's through, it's your vessel to feel blocked emotions, to process things, to understand with your mind, your... Uh, visions on the world and yeah, like for me, the body is really key in life, and I think that's very Taurian, Taurian, <laughs> Taurus. Yeah, 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 Taurian. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. It is. And then at the same time, what is very Taurian is the material. So how can we navigate between <laughs> like authenticity and materialism? Yeah, I think that.
1: I don't, I don't think that they are opposing. I think that you can, again, like, I, so the way that I see the world is you can do life through your, let's call it conditioned self, like I mentioned before, or you can do life through your authentic self, which I previously had other names for it. I called it mind self and soul self, but I think conditioned self and authentic self, they are more self-explanatory. Um and I think that you can relate to life through this choose different energetics. And from that point, wherever you're coming from, that will create um, certain vibrational circumstances. So I think that when you bring material stuff or materialism or like the material world into the aspect of yourself, if you are coming from our conditioned self, you will want to material stuff to fill a gap that you have inside of you to make you feel you feel whole so normally you, you you will use it as a way to like you will look for I don't know like buying more things to make you feel better about yourself or you will eat more things that because you're craving like I don't know you're craving love and then you're you're you project that on your craving for sugar and then you end up eating more sugar, you know, or
0: something like that. So So it would be tied to so it's tied to feelings then. I
1: think that if you if, you, like, if you're coming from the conditioned self, you're coming from yeah. an, incomplete, an incomplete place, or you're coming from the premise that you're not complete, you're not whole, you're not enough, and you're also coming from your fears and your traumas. So however you're going to relate to the material world is going to be from that feelings, from that feeling, from that emotion, from that... Premise basically Uh, from that belief as well. You know, it's like I think it's also feelings, but also beliefs that you have in your brain, in your subconscious, that will make you relate to the material world in a certain way. So, being that with food or with like any type of substances of addiction or with your work, for example, you know, with money, like how much money you want to make and why, and always feeling like it's constantly not enough, you know? So you're like, oh, when I hit when I hit 100K, I'll be okay. And then you hit 100K and you're like, no, I have to hit 500K and then you hit 500K and you're like, it's not enough because you're coming from this conditioned self of um, I'm not enough, I'm never safe, you know? So ha- I also have to have more. I always have to have more. When you're coming from an authentic place, from the authentic self, you relate to things in a more whole you know, like I am whole, I'm complete. And these things that are around me, they complement who I am and they also help me express my authenticity. So it doesn't mean in my perspective, that's why I really um, like the embodiment of things because like, I don't like the spiritual, you know, you don't need, and you don't need things. You don't need money. You don't like the complete detachment for me in this moment in my life, I don't really like it like I like things you know <laughs> like I like beautiful things and everything and I think that when you're coming from on your authentic self you see things as um, how do they help me express myself in an authentic way so When you're eating, you're eating in a way that supports your authentic self. So maybe, you know, the society is telling you that you need to go vegan because that's what you should do. But in your authenticity, in your intuition, you feel like you need to eat meat. Like that happened to me. I was vegetarian for like some like five years or something. And then when I was healing from my eating disorders, I had to go back to eating everything because I needed to learn how to connect and understand my body. And understand and allow it to guide me without putting any labels or rules for it. So, for me, what was authentic at that point was to go back to eating meat. And I was like, I don't care what other people will think. Like I'm doing this for my mental health and I don't care if I'm going to be judged or not. I'm coming from my authenticity. So the way that I'm going to relate to food is a certain way. And then the way that you relate to your job is in a certain way. Uh, The way you relate to clothes, you know, everything else starts becoming this... It, it it comes from this intuitive place, you know, the way that you buy, the way that you, and I think more intentional as well. So you're buying from a more intentional place. You are working from a more intentional place. You're not seeking external validation. You are doing those things out of love and out of the feeling of wholeness and enoughness, which is not something that you tap into it. And then you're like, feeling it forever, like I don't feel whole enough always, you know, but I, when I'm having this intention of doing things from my authentic self, I have this intention of doing things from alignment. So for me, alignment is, plays a big part of it, which again, connects to my emotions. So am I feeling aligned to doing this right now? No. Okay. Then I'm not going to do it, you know? And sometimes I'd still do it because I need to. And sometimes I'll, just understand why i don't want to do it you know so it's a constant self-inquiry as well and for me it's checking in with your body checking in with yourself where you're coming from and making sure that yeah it's from this authentic place Mm
0: -hmm. yeah could it also mean that it's not now like this thing you don't feel aligned yet or you don't feel aligned for now but you can Think about it another time or? Yes, 100%. 100%.
1: Like I know that I'll get to it at some point. Now it's not the time but i trust that i will and if i don't then it was just wasn't meant to be and i know that the times that i force myself to do something that i don't feel aligned with they normally don't work out like if i see a job and i'm like oh i really don't want to fill up this application like and do a freaking like 3 minute video or whatever but i still force myself to do it because you know my brain convinces me that i should do it normally it doesn't work out i'm like why did i even lose my time on this like you know, I, I didn't feel excited about it. You know, I think alignment is also a lot about excitement. I didn't feel excited about it. Why am I forcing myself to do it, you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I resonate with that. I gave up on <laughs> doing these things that I'm, I think I should do because that's what we're supposed to I'm like, <sighs> there's a reason why it feels so disgusting. <laughs> it's just not for me. I also agree with you. That being said, I think I've been through, there are some things that I've been through that seemed easy, like I'm thinking about jobs, like, oh, i got this job, and it seemed easy, and it seemed aligned, and then I start the job, and this job is a bloody nightmare. I feel like alignment doesn't always be something positive, like, oh, short-term positive. It's it's positive long-term because, well, I want to hear your opinion. Like, did you have experience like that? What are your beliefs on that topic?
1: I do have a lot of experience in that with like relationships with um, jobs as well um, with different opportunities in which like in the moment it feels like oh my god this is so perfect and then it ends up being like a nightmare or it ends up being not really what you expected and then I go back to what I was talking about with trust because I feel like the moment that you feel aligned to do something and it turns out it's something else, then it's almost like the universe was guiding you for you to be put in a position where you needed to learn certain lessons and develop certain things in yourself and process certain blocks, process something, uh, certain fears, you know, look at certain traumas and, You wouldn't choose to put yourself in this position if the universe was telling you like, this is going to be a really bad relationship. So just go into it and go through the challenges, you know? So it will, of course, feel aligned at first, because otherwise as a human being, you wouldn't choose that for yourself. (laughs) You know, you wouldn't be like, okay, this is going to be a horrible job, but I'm going to go just because I need to learn this and this and this so I can up level, you know, so I can go to my next level. And get into closer alignment with my authentic self. Like the universe wouldn't, like it just doesn't work like that, you know? So that's my belief. And that's why, like, how I have a lot of trust in regards to alignment leads you to alignment. Even if alignment doesn't feel like the most comfortable thing for the body and the human mind it's still in alignment because of the things that you have to learn in this process. Like when I left Brazil and I was with like a one-way plane ticket um, going to Portugal back in 2021, I knew it was in alignment. I could feel it in like a different part of myself. Like I could feel it in my intuition, but in my body and in my mind, I was full of fear and full of anxiety And for the first months, I really was just a ball of anxiety about money because I didn't know how I was going to make it. However, I felt this bigger alignment, like this deeper and more expensive alignment that I was doing the right thing. And I, I kept seeing little signs that I was in the right path. And I kept choosing to trust those little signs instead of trusting the discomfort and the challenges that I was going through. Cause I knew that they were just a part of what I needed to build and what I want to build in the future. So for me, again, it goes back to trust that the alignment is alignment, even if it doesn't feel like the warm joy in the mind, you know?
0: Okay. Yes. I, I so agree with you. That's so important. So it's like, listen to your body, trust your body. And at the same time, like the alignment feels good and everything. And at the same time, it's not gonna feel good because of the fear, the anxiety or all of that. So it's kind of accepting that you can feel good and not good at the same time. Is something like that? I'm just making it very simple,
1: simplifying it. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I think that alignment, like when I was in the situation, for example, like I could really really distance myself from my body and I could see that there was a part of me that was so scared but another part of me that was at peace and just knew Mm -hmm. and was trusting and was from and I was choosing to trust this part that felt good so There was a part of me that felt a lot of discomfort, but another part of me that was deeper in my core that just felt like this is what needs to be done. This is, it's clicking, you know, and I know it's going to be scary, but I don't care. And at that moment as well, I had like nothing to lose. So I was like, you know what? I don't care at all. Uh, So I'm going to go with the fear and with the anxiety and I'm still going to go because I literally have nothing to lose. So um yeah, I think that when you are really connected to your body, you start understanding the different places where you feel trust and where you feel when you're out of alignment, like don't try to kid you pretending that you feel like you're in alignment if you're really not in alignment, you know? So cuz it's maybe it's not it's not always going to feel super good and super joyful and the mind will be super happy with it, but there will be a part of you that will be leading you there and you will have to trust it you know you can choose to trust it
0: yeah that's so true i love that i have felt so many times that actually choosing the scary discomfortable thing was better for me i think exactly. if we if we don't if we don't choose the scary not always scary but if we don't regularly choose the scary like the good scary then we don't grow and then we stay in our little box and on the rails, like a little train. Uh, it's like I see it as a muscle. If you want to grow your muscle, you need to make it work. And I'm not a scientist, but something about breaking, like the muscle breaks and tears, and it's painful, and then it builds up. It gets back together. It builds up, and it becomes stronger. It's actually working out. It's actually painful and yep. great at the same time <laughs> maybe we are supposed to be masochists we human beings <laughs> it's like i i i and then oh but she's so good afterwards i feel it's the same when you do the scary things in life it's scary it's painful <laughs> There's, there are actually a lot of things breaking down <laughs> a lot of things letting go and confronting <laughs> as you said because we should it's like an opportunity not to kill ourselves anymore. So, and it's not easy. And, but then it feels so good afterwards once we manage to get through that. Oops. Yeah. And then it keeps going.
1: Yeah. And sometimes it won't feel good for a long time. And you will doubt if it was even aligned in the first place. But I think that one thing that there, one difference for me when I was choosing to go back when I was uh, leaving Brazil I realized that if I chose to stay it would be easier and more comfortable in a way but I would feel like there's something off like I am not being true to myself like I'm not being true to my authentic self you know so I think that alignment it's this feeling of there's something that's not right here you know i don't feel aligned in this job but i'm staying because of the pay but you feel like there's something off you feel like you're not being true to yourself and i think that alignment is not in this case it's not like the warm feeling of happiness although it kind of is but it's this sensation of um like there's something wrong you know there's something off like you feel it in your heart that there's something that's not True, you're not being honest with yourself, you're not being honest with your soul, you know, and I think that that says a lot about where you are.
0: Yes, that's beautiful. I love that. Yes, definitely. (laughs) So, do you think traveling is like really true to your heart, or is it just for time? What do you think? Like, what does it represent for you? I think the freedom
1: is true to myself and right now this freedom looks like traveling and spending but slow traveling like I don't like this is something that I realized as well in the beginning I was traveling like spending either like two weeks in a place or only one month and that was too much for me like especially as the Torian, slow grounding blah 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 i realized that i need at least three to four months in a place to feel like myself you know to have my grocery store to have my kitchen and then we go back to the little habits the little routine that makes me feel at home and it makes me feel like i'm taking care of myself basically like i'm a parent and i'm taking care of my own child self you know i'm taking care of my own self um so, but yeah, so traveling right now is what's aligning and what makes sense for me um, in the sense of freedom, but I also know that freedom can one day look like Establishing myself in one country, one city for some time because then I'll have the freedom to build my own place, you know, like decorate my own place, um, have my own routine. I don't know. So I know that freedom and flexibility are things that are core to me and they are really authentic to myself. Uh, but the way that they look in the world in the present moment will change. So I love traveling, I love living. In different places but i can also see myself wanting more stability more structure i think that that also gives you a certain type of freedom that is different from just you know doing whatever you want whenever you want but
0: yeah maybe now you're experimenting with different soils and <laughs> once you find the good ground or to plant your seeds <laughs> yeah Then you will uh then you settle there settle down yeah. there maybe
1: <laughs> i thought that that would be greece when i got here for the first time but turns out when you're after that i'm like already um uh, done <laughs> i'm already ready uh, for the next steps so yeah
0: do you know where or maybe
1: not, not at sure, all yeah not at all like so i have some opportunity because actually i'm gonna go visit my family in brazil in july to august and right now i have the possibility to either go to portugal or spain for like a couple of weeks um i'm i still have no idea where i'm going and after i come back for like after brazil It's like a huge unknown in my life with like several different aspects of it. And I'm still not sure if I'm going to come back to Europe, if I'm going to stay in South America, if I'm going to go to Cape Town, which has also been in my radar for some time. Um, But I like this is something about my travels, which is something that I've been committed to since the start of it, since like 2019, actually, when I was living in Bali that i do everything with my intuition and i that means that sometimes i don't won't have a plan until like one week before or like four days before and i won't care about the plan because i won't make something that is i won't make a decision that is out of alignment and i won't make a decision out of my conditioned self of oh my god i need a plan i need a structure i need the safety um before receiving the clarity from my intuition so I'm really taking my time like my friends are like so are you coming here are you coming there I'm like I still don't know like I have to feel it out and it's a big decision for me so I know that I will only know where I'm going after Brazil once I'm in Brazil like I just know that and I'll wait for the right door to open the right insight to come the right inspiration to come then I won't make a decision one second before that or one second later after that. I will make the decision when the clarity arises and I know that it comes from my intuition and I know that it's what feels aligned, like this sensation of clicking, you know, of like, ah, this is it, then I'll make this decision. Otherwise, like, I won't and I don't, like, I just don't care. I know my mind would love to know and my mind is so frustrated that it doesn't know, but I'm I'm just so committed to it that I'm like, I'd rather just extend my stay in Brazil than make a decision that doesn't come from this place. So I still
0: don't know. (laughs) Wow, it's like exactly what you described earlier about riding your emotional wave. You don't take decision as as long as you're on the wave and you wait until it's ended. Mm -hmm. Then you have clarity. It feels like this for the traveling, it's the same yeah it's not only much. it's not only the emotions i mean it's the, your emotion but it's also all the external elements that are still maybe still moving or still preparing. and as soon as long as they're not ready as long as you don't have all the elements you yeah yeah
1: Keeps one surfing. thing <laughs> that i one thing that i really like to do that i'll give this as like a tip for any emotional people out there it's like What I try to do is I try to visualize myself in the, for example, right now I can either go to Portugal and stay in this, like both options. I can either go to Portugal and stay at my friend's room and take care of her dog and stay close to the beach for free. And it's in the Costa da Caparica, which is, and I can use her car. So I could go to Lisbon. My sister is in Lisbon. It's close to the ocean. Um, So it's close to the beach. I have a little dog. So it's really nice, you know, for like two weeks or something like that. Or I could go with my friend to Spain in this more mountainy place, which is really far away from everything, close to to like some rivers. It's very in the nature, super secluded, again, for free in this house that she has, Um, for the same amount of days so I have these two options and one of them I'll be extremely secluded and in like a retreat and the other one I'll be more close to people close to things and things like that so what I am doing every time that I remember to do it like during my days that I put myself in the taking care of the dog, walking on the beach, going to see my sister, and then I see how that feels in my body, and then I come back to myself, and then I put myself in the other position of being in nature, being in the mountain, completely in silence, like, ah, oh, maybe that's what I need right now, just having some, you know, time for myself, and then I come back. And then I'm like, okay, how did that both of them feel in my body? And right now, both of them feel equally good and equally weird at the same time. So I don't have the clarity yet. So I'm not making a decision and I'm still waiting for the universe to give me some signs through different things, either people, either like seeing a number or seeing like an Instagram ad pop-up or something like that, even like prices of the flights, you know, if it's like super expensive to go to Portugal, then I'll go to Spain, you know, because I'm also not gonna, like, I don't need to pay, you know, like 500 euros just to go and stay in her room or whatever. So I just flow with whatever makes sense and feels best in my body. If it felt really aligned to really go to Portugal and the price of the ticket was more than Spain, I would still go to Portugal. But if I'm still looking for some sort cert- for certain signs to make a decision, then I'll rely on like more of this either what they say, things that they think, I don't know. So yeah, but I think that this experiment of putting yourself in the situations and seeing how you feel in your body, you know, closing your eyes and being like, "Mm, don't feel really good about this. Then, Mm.
0: you know, normally you have your decision. I love that. That's really powerful. I love doing that. I so agree with you. It's so important because we usually have big clues there. Yeah, exactly. Because it's exactly. not necessarily the reasonable thing or the more logical thing where we will feel better. Uh, just a quick question: Does it have to be one or the other, or could it be both? It could be both,
1: but both don't feel good. It they f- it feels too chaotic. Because I th- like in the start I thought about doing both, but because of the dates and things like that, the how much I would have to travel through one to the other with like a huge suitcase it doesn't feel good so this is something that I took out of the equation because I felt it in my body and I was like this doesn't feel aligned like at all I just feel like having the freaking suitcase and carrying it with me I'm like no no so (laughs) that's why I took it out of the
0: equation (laughs) and maybe it can be something else that will show up so Ooh, see. maybe you will go someplace and then somebody will have a car or whatever and say oh, I'm going there <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it's true who knows so yeah. nice
0: wow uh, I have just a short questions now um if a genie appeared and granted you three wishes what would they be something you you're willing to share of course
1: That's really interesting that you're asking this because um, a couple of years ago, like I started my podcast in 2020 and I remember that one day I was having this conversation with a friend and we were walking at the beach and and we started talking about this and I even made a podcast episode and the title of it is, this is why I wouldn't ask the genie for wishes if I could so and my thought process around this is that when i ask it for a wish i'm going to rob myself from all of the learnings and lessons and challenges that are actually going to happen while I'm putting myself through the process of getting to where I want to get or get the wish that I want to get to. For example, one of the things that I would love to have that is one of my dreams is um, getting a sponsor for my podcast, you know, or having a way to make it my source of income so I can focus only on that because I love it so much. So, but if I just do it like this and then I get the sponsor... I'm robbing myself from all of the lessons and the challenges and the growth that comes with it, um, with learning how to get a sponsor, how to grow the podcast and things like that. So yeah, that would be like my spiritual response. But if you still want the three. No, yeah,
0: no, wait. Yeah, that's very interesting. My question is not if the genie could grant it to you right away. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. You know, okay. usually in the fairy tales, maybe sometimes it appears that the genie granted it right away, but it always comes with something. There's always a learning. There's always a journey for the hero that where he or she is going to learn something about them. And, you know, the, the hero's journey. They would always go through some challenges and struggles and unexpected things. And at the end, they learn something. It's not instant gratification. It's impossible. Yeah. I I think it's like, that's not something to wish for. And I agree with you. (laughs) It's more like, or you you could also say, like one of the wish I have is to have more and more opportunities to learn about myself or to learn how to expand my ability to overcome or to overcome struggles with grace, something like that. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be, oh, I want a job or I want this it doesn't have to be that.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. So the first one would be the podcast thing. It's like a huge thing for me. And I feel like the second thing would be self-confidence and eliminating self-doubt so I can be confident about my work and what I can bring people and how I can help people and really believe in it. You know, just get rid of imposter syndrome. I think that would allow me to just do a lot of the things that I am afraid of doing. So I think that that could be the second one. And the third one would, from a very Torinian place, would be some kind of, like find, (laughs) find out a way, like find out a way to have an aligned passive income. I think that's like very and very like material and grounded. So either being through like real estate or being through like a course that you know I have and that it sells and you know it's just making just making passive income from that and I don't have to worry about that, you know, like kind of like making money without having to necessarily worry about it and feeling safe. Yeah, like the sensation of feeling safe and being taken care of and financially uh, yeah. yeah financially without worry so
0: yeah 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 i love this i think i agree i mean feeling safe financially it's fine there's nothing wrong with that and um, we need we need money and we need security uh to thrive it's not just out of thin air i think of course it is within but we live in the world as you said and just one point, you know, this exercise, like the three wishes, I think it's it helps to make things clear on like, what are our priorities. And I think it helps to know when things are in alignment or not, or it helps to make choices. Like, you know, oh, like I have this opportunity and I have this opportunity, I have this path and that path, which one should I follow? And sometimes when you know your three wishes, I think it helps to know, Okay, if I follow that path, is it going to take me into that uh, direction that I want to do, that I want to to go or not? Is there something that I can learn that you always learn? But, you know, sometimes you don't need to repeat the same (laughs) like I've done many times learning but i need it too obviously but uh you see what i mean i think it helps to have clarity
1: yeah one thing that i used to love asking strangers like when i first met someone one thing that i loved asking them was if you had all of the money in the world so money is not money is not an issue you know money is not a problem you don't have to put money in the equation what would be your dream like what would you do next and in like when i think about this in my life i think i would be pretty much doing the same that i'm doing now maybe with more luxury <laughs> like staying in, like these big villas you know and things like that but i would pretty much do the same maybe like setting up a team for my podcast so i don't have to do everything by myself but i would still be putting energy into the same things that i'm now putting so Maybe more consistently and with more like power when, you know, with like more money behind it, more like structure behind it. But yeah, and that makes me happy. But at the same time, you know, like sometimes I feel really purposeless and unfulfilled and blah, 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 which I think it's normal, you know, just human.
0: It's the fear. uh, It's the fear, the doubts, which is uh, also... Exactly. I think they are also here to... Push you or guide you to peel off more layers, so you can find more truth. And things don't happen in a day, anyway, for anyone. We have lessons to learn before, and uh, but already you've learned a big one. I don't think many people your age do. <laughs> it's like how many people your age are so happy to be doing exactly what they are doing, and they would not, they would still be doing it if money was not on the table. You know, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's true. That makes me feel really warm in my body, what you said, (laughs) but I still have this, you know, this this thing that tells me that I like you're not making money from it. So this is not really um, a job or whatever. Like I still have this very big conditioning and shame about it. So I have to work on that.
0: (laughs) Well, you're not making
1: money yet. Yes. Actually, I did make my first like few dollars from it. But anyway, so that was like a tiny manifestation because like since the beginning of the year, I was like, I want to make money from my podcast. I want to make money from my own podcast. And then I made like really small amount of money. But it makes me really happy because, you know, it's something that I asked for. And now <laughs> it's here. Exactly. So it's the proof that it's, it's possible. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you
0: talked a lot about trust and timing and uh, what's uh, right for you happens. So maybe it's it's just yet, like not now. Maybe you still need to learn some stuff. Maybe you still need to experiment or experience some stuff, but it's on the way. And uh, like things are not denied to you on purpose.
1: Yeah. And one thing that I also like is... um like I think Jenna Zoe from my human design she says that a lot we don't have dreams like the universe would not would never give us dreams that we're not meant to follow or to achieve so it's not everyone's dream to have a podcast like my dad wouldn't like to have a podcast my mom wouldn't like to have a podcast my brother or marcy well my brother but anyways like not everyone has the same dream and if you have this dream it's because there's something there for you so i really like you know honing into your unique dream and where are you dreaming from your authentic self and how How, like, why are you dreaming about this? You know, and just trusting it as well.
0: I agree. And, you know, at the beginning, when I asked you your childhood dream, you said one was uh, being a fashion journalist. No, a journalist. Was it fashion journalist or just journalist? You said journalist, I think. Um, I didn't say it, but I also had that dream for
1: a little bit, yes. (laughs) It was a teacher.
0: Yeah, teacher. And then there was... Teacher, famous, and an actress. <laughs> actress, okay, but I okay. So maybe later, when you wanted to do fashion, you thought about fashion journalism.
1: Okay. It was ah uh, yeah 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 because fashion uh, yeah work for an
0: old fashion magazine yeah. But I think in a way the essence of that you're kind of doing it through your podcast. You are doing it's a kind of journalism. It's a kind of teaching. It's a kind of performance. Actress. Yeah. Yeah. and fashion fashion is self-expression right you're expressing yourself exactly. you're living your dreams
1: exactly yeah yeah i i think about that quite often it's like i think the basic of it the basis of it was self-expression you know and it looks like this now and maybe it will look like something else in the future but right
0: now this feels yeah aligning and it makes sense so yeah exactly and- And you live on an island, which is something you've always wanted. Yes. I I want to ask you a few creative questions. (laughs) Um, If you were a color, what would you be? Um, I don't know the name of
1: it. It's um, It's like, kind of like this. No, sorry, it's not that color. It's... I want to say magenta, but I don't think it's magenta, <laughs> the name of the color. Fuchsia. Um, no, yeah, so that's definitely not it. Finally, I have this here, so maybe I'll just show you <laughs> what's kind of... It's like, um, like a burnt pink, let's say. It's kind of like this here, but it's not, actually. I don't uh, know. Like crushed yeah, raspberry? Kind of, Kind of like this, like this. Okay, Jenna. Kind of earthy color. Yeah, it's like a pink earth. Plum, plum. Yeah, kind of like a pink, pink. Like kind of like the ones on your, like the flowers on your shirt. Maybe it's like like a pink earth. I don't know, like a pink. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I get it.
0: And uh, if you wear texture.
1: Um, silk. I don't know. I really like silk. I feel like it's like it has this luxurious vibe and it's very taurine, taurian. So, and it's soft and smooth and flowy, (laughs)
0: yeah, (laughs) with a bit of structure.
1: Uh, And if you're a scent, a sorry, what a A scent, scent Uh, like something you ah, smell. Hmm. I tend to like more like citrus scent, so I would just go with that. I don't know. That would represent your personality. I don't know. uh there's this one scent that I love from Lush that has ilang ilang. You know.
0: I love ilang ilang.
1: Yeah. So I would say something maybe with that. All right. And a sound. No, the sound of the sea. And if you were an animal, except human, <laughs> mm, a panther. For some reason, it's the first thing that came into my that head. Comes to you, oh, right? And if you are a plant, one of those like pink flowers, like really pigmented flowers, like any flower that
0: has a lot of pigment. <laughs> okay, I see. Lovely. And what does it mean for you being an empowered, sensitive, and creative? I think it's stepping into all
1: of your sensitivity and using it as a superpower and using it in a, a way that is authentic for you. So using those emotions to get closer to your authenticity and to your aligned self instead of dropping back into the conditioned self. So following those um, sensitivities and those emotions as breadcrumbs back into your authenticity and how they're leading you there. And from that place, you are naturally empowered.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, how can people find out more about you and how can they work with you?
1: So I have a podcast called The Blossom Experiment. It's on all podcast players. So you can go over uh, there and tune in. I upload episodes every Friday and I talk about authenticity, authentic living and intuitive living. I have several kind of like travel diaries with my intuition, how like it all flowed in alignment. I also have episodes in which I talk about alignment as well. So I have almost 70 episodes over there. So you can go and listen to all of, or some, uh, there were episodes in which I cried, in which I laughed. You know, I talk a lot. (laughs) I just am really, really vulnerable uh, in my podcast. And you can connect with me on my personal um, Instagram, Instagram, which is at kami.minerbo, or in my professional one, which is at The Blossom Experiment. And yeah, as in to work with me, I have one-on-one sessions in which we in which I help people move through their blocks and their traumas so they can connect to their intuitions and kind of like get this clarity and live in a more aligned way. So yeah, you can do that as well by just going on my Instagram and following some
0: links over there. Yeah, all right. That sounds great. And I love your podcast. <laughs> Thank <So>. you. <laughs> Thank Mm -hmm. you. Do you have something else you want to say that I forgot to ask or something important or last thought that you would like to share?
1: I think my last thought I would just reinforce to anyone who's listening, um, the idea of leaning into your authentic self and understanding where you're showing up from your conditioned self versus your authentic self and just assessing your life and understanding if you are creating a life that is intentional and that is in alignment with your authenticity or if you're just having life work on you, you know, and just going with it without really being intentional about what you're creating and just creating for the external or living for the external instead of living from this intentional, authentic place. So my big urge for people would be for them to just look at their lives and have this inner inquiry about where am I being authentic where am I not maybe you won't be maybe you will be authentic in some areas of your life and in others you're more conditioned that's okay but I think it's you know change only comes from self-awareness you can only change something that you're aware about so it starts from there it starts from the self-awareness so authenticity Big, big, big. Yeah. Thing.
0: Thank you, Camille. Yes, self awareness is so important. Yes. I love that. And thank you so much. I think there are so many other questions I would have wanted to ask. <laughs> <laughs> think maybe we have another conversation another time, but already yes. it was so interesting and inspiring. And thank you for your authenticity, honesty, vulnerability, and sharing your. Some, of your, some aspects of your journey. Thank you so
1: much for having me. I loved your questions. They were so creative and insightful. And yeah, I loved having this conversation. So thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you, Camille. That's it for the episode. That was the end of my conversation with Camille. I hope you enjoyed it, that you felt inspired, and also that you learned some things. The biggest takeaway for me is the importance to listen to your body, because it's the source of so much information, of so much wisdom, and that taking the time to listen to it, to learn about it, can teach you so much about your inner world, about your truth, and therefore will help you and guide you to take decisions that are right for you, not right for your friends, your family, your colleagues, your boss, whatever, whoever said that things, how things should be done, but how things should be done for you. If this resonates with you and you would love to learn more about how to reconnect to yourself, how to listen to your body, how to connect to your senses, how to be more in touch with your authenticity so that you can lead life according to your own terms, I'd love to invite you to join me and a small group of like-minded souls for a very special retreat in beautiful Provence for five magical days to reignite your dormant dreams and desires while cultivating new and exciting possibilities. This will be next June, 6th to 11th of June 2024, so it's next year. And I call it an enchanted interlude in the biosphere reserve of Lubéron Regional Nature Park. This is a lovely, lovely, lovely place in the south of France and there is a kind of magic, magic vibe to that place. Particularly beautiful in June, with the various shades of greens of the Garrigue and the azure blue sky, the vibrant ochres of the Provencal Colorado, is a natural paradise that invites your heart to soar. This amazing retreat will touch on all your senses and all aspects of your being, physical, emotional, mind, creative, and soul. You'll walk the ochre canyons, Listen to the sounds of wildlife, share laughter, give free rein to your creative expression, and relax into rediscovering lost dreams and new possibilities as you celebrate and uncover the next chapter of your life. We will meet our inner wisdom through mindful and creative practices led by me and other local healers, sketching, drawing, watercolor painting, Wildlife bird song reflexology works in nature, a cooking workshop and a herbalist walk. By the end of our 5 nights together, you'll be relaxed, reinspired and ready to dive into the next chapter of your life with clarity and newfound confidence in yourself. If this is for you, you can find all the information on my website recreativenergy.com and I also put all the links in the show notes. If you have further questions, you are not entirely sure if this is for you or you would like to learn more, to know more about the retreat, feel free to reach out. I am now opening 30 minutes free exploration calls. I'm calling this retreat exploration chats where you can ask all the questions you have and I can tell you more about the retreat and we can see together if this is the right thing for you. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if it has inspired you, please share it around you. Also, if you feel called to it, please subscribe to the podcast and give me a review. It really helps to spread the world out. All your questions are welcome. You can send them to me on Instagram at rim.creativenegi.com or email me via my website rimcreativenegi.com. And don't worry, i'll share in the show notes exactly where to find me until next time sending you loving creative energy